It's our show, Christy. We can do whatever we want. Let's show them how to do life. Oh, boy. Here it comes. It's like pandemonium, Heather. Okay, so I was thinking... She said what? I think I got it figured out. This is how this to do is life. how to do life. <laughs> I was born for this. I was born for this. I have seen the life. Hey, pretties. It's Chrissy. And it's Heather. And here's producer John. To hype the crowd. Just a quick warning. How to do life with Chrissy and Heather contains elements of real life, nostalgia, silliness, deep thinking, and other nonsense and whatnot. If you are adverse to any of these ingredients, this show may not be for you. So be sure to talk to your doctor and all your friends about how to do life. Let's get into it. Hey, Chrissy. Hello, Miss Heather. What's up? What's up? What's up? It's Wednesday. It's the um, first day of school. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Freedom for as long as they <laughs> get to go to school. All right. We'll see how long it lasts. We'll see how long it lasts. I was thinking this past weekend about how interesting all of the back to school pictures are going to be this year. Because <laughs> in past years, like on the first day of school, it's all like parents dancing, like the kids are gone. Right. Uh-huh. And now it's like, no. <laughs> necessarily the situation now it's like oh my god right yeah 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 well that's exciting are you excited about the um, school year starting I am I am well actually um on Friday on the Friday show we'll have some special guests to to talk to us about the the back to school scene a little behind the scenes Mm -hmm. intel on going back to school just stay tuned for that my kids still have like three weeks left of summer break Mm -hmm. so um and they are milking it because they have friends that are going back to school this week Mm -hmm. and um so there's there's a little bit of there's a little bit of minecraft smack talk <laughs> right. going on um although i have signed up one of my kids for a um back to school um like refresher kind of course on out school mm-hmm. so this week he has minecraft how camp. to go back to school because <laughs> we don't remember that <laughs> it's like some like good moms i've learned over time like prepare their children for school mm. like you know they don't just drop them off and so <laughs> They like do flashcards and like, hey guys, remember how to like organize things and here's your paper and your pencils and all of that. And so I just totally outsourced all of that this year. That's nice. And, um, but in reality, it's like a, it's a class that my eight, this is what my eight year old is going to do before he, he goes back into third grade is, um, I really want it to be a easing back into just thinking about school topics. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they have like a story and they have a little bit of math review and then they have a little bit of writing and a l- just like a little touch on everything. It's like an hour a day. I like that. That would be good. Yeah. So one is, um, is I think just kind of like school themed. And then the other one, the next week is some type of shopping related, like grocery shopping related. Oh, okay. I don't know how that, how those <laughs> things are going to come together, but I'll let you we'll know. We'll see what happens. Yeah. So um, today I've got a fun kind of, well, I mean, I hope it's going to be fun, um, kind of random show. But before we get into all of the fun, I have a little bit of housekeeping. Come back later, please. Housekeeping. 
We have a launch date on Heather Solves Everything. And when is this launch date, Miss Heather? Tuesday, August 18th. All right. So we got to wait one extra week, but it'll be worth it because it's going to be amazing. Yes. And uh, we have two great shows already in production. And we might have a third by then as well. And so when we launch Heather Solves Everything, we're going to solve at least two problems on the first week. That's going to be amazing. I can't wait to see the problems and more importantly, see the solutions. Yeah, it's been really these cool fun. people. Yeah, I'm excited about it. I, I think that you know the more we work on the show, I get more and more pumped about um, all of the fun that we're going to have and just how lucky I am that I get to use this medium to mm-hmm. share these folks and all of the awesome stuff that they do. Love so it. everybody um, just stay tuned to our Facebook page and we're going to tell you everything about what you need to know for tuning into Heather Solves Everything. Um, okay, so. You'll remember back, we played a game a while ago, and I called it, Did That Happen? Oh, I loved this game. Yeah. You brought me, Did That Happen? And Would You Rather? And I like those much better than the pop quiz games. Yes. Are we going to play again? Well, I wanted to play, Did That Happen? And I remember that we um, decided maybe this could be a new twist on Heather's headlines. Yeah. And it's really Fun, 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 fun. It's interesting how this came out because I went in search of crazy news stories that I could trick you with to, to see whether or not they happened. And truly, like, nothing in the news was, like, I think we've been so desensitized to what's shocking <laughs> that every headline You're was like, like yeah, of course. well, of course. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Duh, that's par for the course. Yeah. So this is going to be just um, Heather's headlines. I have some interesting stories that I want to share. Okay. Okay. So you can go ahead and guess whether or not they happened, but I'm going to tell you right now, they all did. <laughs> well, they kind of ruined my game. <laughs> so, um, but, but, you, but what you can do is, um, is play along for how much fun these stories are. Okay, great. <laughs> Here's the first one. Mm-hmm. Typos spell trouble for man's alleged attempt to fake his own death. Oh, that didn't happen, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me how tell me how you think this went down. A man attempted to fake his own death, but because of a typo, he was found out. What do you where do you think the typo was? Maybe like a missed comma. <laughs> that seems to be a thing that happens. <laughs> People put the wrong punctuation and it changes the whole we live in the wild west of commas. <laughs> There's no rules for commas anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he had a misspelled word on his fake death certificate. He misspelled the word registry. And um, somebody caught it. The New Jersey Department of Health Vital Statistics and Registry investigators confirmed that his certificate was fraudulent. Um, they don't share. This is what I really wanted to know. Why was he faking his death? Like, Well, wait. So, like, it was, like... Like, how did registry tip them off? Um, well, was it, like, supposed to be an official document? Yeah. And, the, and like, created by... He was trying to... Um, he was trying to avoid going to jail. Okay. And so the death certificate that was sent as proof for why he can't go to jail because he's dead, mm-hmm. um, w- somebody um, actually read it and mm-hmm. noticed the typo mm. and uh, said... Mm, 
you're not dead. This is fake. <laughs> I suspect shenanigans. So uh, now, in addition to already being charged with a crime that was going to send him to prison, he now faces up to four more years on felony charges of offering a false instrument for filing. So, but he pleaded not guilty. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> we'll have to tune back. I really that am one. dead. <laughs> I am dead. <laughs> Okay, so now, you know, we're in the pandemic and it's changing everything and it's changing the way that we have friendships and relationships. And sometimes people are finding that their social lives are taking place much more online than ever before. And if you're finding that you need a group of people to connect with, maybe, um, you know, somebody who, who shares some little known hobbies of yours, there is a Facebook group that's called Howl together at eight o'clock howl together at eight o'clock they are um it, the group is no 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 i was wrong the group is called go outside and howl at 8 p.m i saw a facebook um post it was pictures somebody had like gone around to telephone poles and stapled up signs like you know you would do like a missing cat sign or whatever it was um neighborhood scream <laughs> At 7 p.m., like everyone was going to just stand on their porches and scream. Is that kind of the concept Maybe. that we have here? Yeah. Maybe. That's interesting. Like, that leads, I have a lot of questions about that. But yeah, this is more than half a million people around the world are howling together at 8 o'clock every night. Mm -hmm. um, I, I don't know whether this is time zone specific, um, but everybody goes out at 8 o'clock and howls. Um, they say there's no wrong way to howl. You just howl however you feel. How would you howl? Oh, my gosh. I should have known you were going to ask me to howl. I've never howled in my life. I've never howled. I would howl like, ow! <laughs> I don't think they laugh after they howl, though. I think if I was going to howl, okay, if it was, if I'm going to feel 8 p.m., how would I howl? Okay, so one person said... This is the kind of question you would usually ask me. I know. I feel really good about this. There's, there's, they have different styles of howl. Like one person said, um, one style of howl is passionate, loud, sharp, and bright. And then another person said, a wolf chicken howl. I don't think either of those describe my <laughs> very I think special howl. I'm going to go with the one that they that they consider to be a very timid howl. Like, I hope this is okay with everyone that I'm howling. I would probably go, oh! <laughs> with the extension at the end. Yeah. That was good. That was a nice howl. I would consider that type of howl would be, like, I'm on one side of a lake, and Ooh. I'm trying to attract the attention. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like that. So um, if you're if you're feeling lonely, um, if you if you need some new friends, just know there's a Facebook group that you can join. Go outside and howl at 8 p.m. Um, you might want to check your time zone um, and you might want to just let your neighbors know. My uh, I remember we went on a vacation over in uh, Destin a few years ago and it was my whole family, my sister and her husband and my other sister and her husband and all the grandkids. It was when my mom was still alive and we um one of my brothers-in-law said that to alert other beachgoers that there were police around. You say, hooty hoo, right? So we would stand up on the second store balcony at night and he would go, hooty hoo! 
And people would do it back to us all around the neighborhood. That was our neighborhood, Hal. Hootie Hoo. Was that really the reason why you did it? I don't know, but that's what we did. Hootie Hoo. Hootie Hoo! I seem to think that Hootie Hoo means something else. I don't know. It means means watch out for the cops, according to my brother-in-law. That's interesting. Okay. I'm, I'm Googling it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm thinking Heidi Hoo. I don't know. I think I've heard that before. Reminds me of um, a friend who... Here, I, I, I Googled and it says Hootie Hoo Beach House comes <gasps> up as a... Let's see. Let's see what... Your phone was totally listening to you. Totally. Oh, it's Beach House called the Hootie Hoot Beach House. <laughs> That's a different That's situation That's a different thing entirely. altogether. <laughs> I don't know. I'll, I'll get back to our listeners on this. But yeah, please. If you, we if need you to see know. the police, yell Hootie Hoot. <laughs> Especially at hootie the Hootie Hoot Beach House. <laughs> it reminds me of a friend who told me once her, her dad told her when they were... Um, when she was a kid, and they would go on road trips, and they would see signs that say, watch for falling rocks. Mm-hmm. You know, like you'll see that in the mountains, mm-hmm, watch for mm-hmm. falling rocks. He told her that falling rocks was an Indian princess, and she was lost. <laughs> <laughs> and they needed that. to keep an eye out for her. Oh, my. And so she would totally sit in the car on family trips, like, like totally alert, looking. Yeah. Like, she said it was the most brilliant distraction because she was always on the lookout for falling rocks and now I I tell my kids that and I look for falling rocks okay so here's a really nice story okay man keeps promise made in 1992 Mm -hmm. and splits a 22 million dollar lottery winning with a friend I saw that and I thought that was so sweet they just said if we ever win the lottery we'll share it and he did yeah I saw that uh, and it got me wondering whether I would have done the same thing. Nope, I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't even remember that I made that promise in 1992. I don't know that I would have taken it seriously. You know, like, you know, I don't know that I would have taken it seriously. Maybe, I mean, maybe they were very, like, very serious about it. Maybe it was memorable and maybe it was like, I totally promise, dude, like, we're in this together. Like, yeah. maybe, I don't know. Clearly it was But if I, like, flippantly said, yeah, if I ever win the lottery, you're in, girl. You know, like... I would forget about that. That's the kind of thing that I would say any day. Right. Just Mm -hmm. so anybody knows, if I've ever promised to split a major prize with you, I'm not going to. Just being polite. I'm not (laughs) going to split it with you. So, how about me? Can I get you to say this on the air? Are you going to share your lottery winnings with me? No. (laughs) All right, fine. Fair enough. I wouldn't share with you either. (laughs) No, I would immediately go into hiding. I actually mm-hmm. saw another story related to lotteries about a man who wanted to keep his identity secret when he went to collect his lottery winnings. Mm-hmm. And so he dressed as Darth Vader. Oh, my gosh. When he oh, went to the amazing. office. I love yeah. that. And so nobody could see who he was. Who he really was. Yeah. I love that. So. <laughs> All right. Last one. This just, just struck me as funny. Um, okay. I'm going to ask you. This might be a quiz question. Okay. okay, it's true. It happened. <laughs> well, the way I'm going to ask the question, though, you don't know. If you had to guess mm-hmm. what South Korea's favorite flavor of breakfast cereal is, what would it be? Favorite flavor of breakfast cereal? Um, Cocoa Puffs. Oh, my gosh. That's ironically incorrect. <laughs> And the reason it's ironic is because that was one of the choices. And they chose instead green onion. Delicious. In what is being hailed 
as a major win for democracy in South Korea. Mm-hmm. After 16 years, a president has triumphantly returned to his rightful place, mm-hmm. the front of a box of cereal. Um, 2004, Kellogg's in Korea launched a lighthearted marketing campaign for checks that said, hey, vote on a new flavor, either chocolate mm-hmm. or green onion. It honestly doesn't surprise me because we were talking about Australia and the box that we were sending to Denise filled with um, American treats and whatnot. Uh-huh. And one of the things that I learned about Australia is that they don't have sugary cereal like we do. Right. That they don't do a lot of the sweet stuff that we do, that their peanut butter is more natural peanut butter and not the sugary sweetened stuff like we have. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot more savory options in other parts of the world. You know, um, America, we're loaded with sugar and candy oh, sure. and and those things. but. Not everywhere is that the uh, preferred preferred thing. So I'm not I'm not overly shocked by that. Well, Kellogg's was shocked, and they I thought, would think that's more like Chex Mix. Mm, I think. Well, I, I would like of, to get hold of some green onion checks and make them into Chex Mix. I think that'd be delicious. I thought so too, like with pretzels and mm-hmm, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but no, this is cereal that you would like put milk on and eat out of a bowl. And um, the way that they set it up is that these two cartoon candidates were running for president for the Chex choco empire either chocolate flavored checky or green onion flavored chaka and of course like chaka should have been the chocolate one (laughs) whatever okay i don't like the rules i will say how fun for like a kellogg's employee to get to go explore a totally different culture and figure out what works there i think that would be a really fun job well it became a very um contentious job because um they did not. The voting mm-hmm. was disputed, mm-hmm. and um, they wanted a recount, and it turned into a whole sixteen-year, <laughs> a sixteen-year, sixteen-year to declare the green onion winner. Yes, and so wow. throughout that period of time, well, no, so the chocolate flavor was declared the winner, and the green onion people contested the vote they said we don't accept this this Mm -hmm. is not our this is not my president (laughs) and they had regular hashtags of um and memes depicting the onion character as a freedom fighter who was here for everyone and the chocolate character for of being a tyrant um, a tyrant Mm -hmm. and and not good and so um green onion won in the end finally yeah he won and now overcome they have their they have their um, onion-flavored cereal. That's great. Yeah. Congratulations. So, yeah. I, I would like to get hold of some of that. If, if we have any <laughs> listeners in South Korea, which I do not think at this point we do, but if we do, if we acquire one, please send us some. Send us some. We want to ship us some in a box. And and maybe we'll eat it in a cereal bowl with milk. No. You're going to make I'll Chex make it Mix? Chex Mix, 100%. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we have a brand new segment on this show. All right. Let's hear it. I love a new segment. This is, a, this is a segment that I created because I'm always curious to know. You know, this is probably nosy, personal, and none of her business. But she just can't help it, you know? Heather is just curious to know. So in this segment, I have random questions to ask you because I'm curious to know. Are you doing a curious to know segment? Yes! 
See, uh, listeners, I didn't get to hear it. So, like, we just left a blank space there for it to be put in later. <laughs> so you guys got to hear it before I did. And that's really, really exciting. I'm curious Yay! to know. I want to get this on a T-shirt. I've told you that. I know. I want that so much for you. Okay. Yay! Well, here we go. So I'm curious to know, in your opinion, mm-hmm. if animals could talk, mm-hmm. which one would be the rudest which animal would be the rudest? Birds. Really? Oh, God, birds are awful. Those those swoopy ones, those jays or whatever they are that dive bomb my cats and stuff, terrible. Them. Oh, see, I think birds are really sweet. Not those birds. Those ones with the long tail, I don't know what they are. Mockingbirds? Is that what they are? Well, they're, mock- they, yeah, they're, they're mockingbirds. Yeah, they're jerks. Yeah, they're those jerks. are jerks. Those are jerks. Those birds. Those were, birds would be the rudest. Okay. Interesting. I was thinking more like an ostrich. Oh, for sure. Also birds. Rude. Oh, that's true. Ostriches are birds. <laughs> Rude. Okay. All right. Well. Peckish. Okay. Awful. Birds would be the rudest. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. What would be the worst situation of a BOGO sale? Buy one, get one. What do you not want one free? Oh. You buy one and you get one free and I really don't want to. I just wanted one. Um, oh, gosh. I Where you're know. like, I you feel, can keep it. You can keep the free one. I feel really stumped by this. <laughs> I don't know. The only thing that I could think of is like some type of horrible medical procedure, like a colonoscopy or something, <laughs> where it's like, I'm good. Like a, like, I'm like good. a mammogram. Good. Like Ugh. they smush one boob. But I mean, you get bo- both boobs yeah. smushed on the same. Yeah, that's, I get that. At the same that, time. That's a good one. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't need one. For, although... I mean, if you get one free for your friend and that would keep them safe, <laughs> that would be okay. I mean, it helps them stay safe. I don't. Think I haven't had to do that, that yet. Way. I'm getting close, though. I'm getting close to age, and I've heard it's very, very terrible. You know, I didn't think it was that terrible. <sighs> my sister thinks it's very, very terrible. People talk about how it's so horrible, and I was, I went for my first mammogram, and I was expecting it to just be this horrific experience. I mean, it was. Do you have pleasant? Do you have like dense tissue or do you have like softer tissue? I must have soft tissue. See, I think that would make it easier. Yeah. I think it's like I think that if you have like more dense fibrous Yeah, tissue, I could see that. You know. I I mean <laughs> I love the stuff that we just get into. Let's just I talk thought, about mammograms. Well, I mean I thought that the most complicated thought part of the whole thing was how you have to stand to get it on like they have this I've heard like you have to I like what we're doing right now. I'm glad there's no video as we try to as we try to figure this out. It the, this is the most awkward situation that I had when um, I was getting my first mammogram is that the the woman who is like the tech who is doing the X-rays, she is totally like your boob is like totally just. An object like it, yeah. she's just like yanking it around yeah, I don't know and, and you have to be gentle put it in between the plates and then the whole time she's like I recognize you from somewhere and I'm like yeah I've got one of those faces I look like everybody's cousin and she's just trying to talk to you yeah and you're she's like, like do you not understand that you're hurting like, my body are you healthy Heather and I'm like yeah I am and she's like oh cool and then it's like yank Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I read your stuff all the time, and I'm like, thanks. And she's like, squish. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that was how awkward. So trying to have a uh, really nice conversation with somebody while doing that, smash yeah. your body parts, right? That's so, nice. Um, but 
don't be afraid. It's really not that bad. It's not as bad as people. I'm not afraid. I'm just not looking forward to it. I wouldn't look forward to it. No. (laughs) Okay. Here's another question that I'm curious to know about. If you were arrested with no explanation, what would your friends and family assume that you had done? Oh, geez. Um, Probably something with um, wrecking a car or running someone over or poor driving. (laughs) Okay. Something driving related. Something something having to do with you're a bad driver is what I think perhaps they might assume. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking for me it would be um, I've mouthed off to the wrong person. That could be it, too. Yeah. They'd be um, like, what'd she say? <laughs> what did she say? Yeah. Well, here, so here's a, um, a kind of an opposite question. Mm-hmm. Is there anybody, like, either a, a segment of society or just, like, an individual person that you go out of your way to be nice to or accommodate? I feel like I do that for a lot of people. Yeah. And a lot of... Go out of your way. You will do extra stuff to make sure this person has a good experience. My children? Yeah. I mean, I try to make their life as nice as I can. Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes I'm like, you know what? Suck it up. But um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel like I do that for lots of people I love. Like I would go out of my way to make their life a little easier. I like going out of my way for people. Yeah. I mean, I, I like going out of my way for people who are, who um, I I think maybe I consider as somebody who might not often get put yeah, I first can see that. Mm-hmm. or like get made a priority. Mm-hmm. Um, but I enjoy doing just like kind things for people. I for will say I it. saw a funny thing. It was like, you know, if you trip and you fall down. Like someone who is not nice would just leave you there. Someone who is your friend would help you up. Someone who is your real friend would say, walk much, dumbass. You know, like, and there's a certain truth to point that, and think, laugh you know, at you like and Point say, and laugh uh-huh. at you, like, all right. You know, like, so, I mean, I do think that the people you're closest with, you know, maybe, like, you... <laughs> they take you a would, picture first. You would do anything for them, but you would also give them a lot more grief than Absolutely. perhaps. You know? That's how you know you who your real friends are. Yeah, exactly. They're totally mean to you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm curious to know. Mm-hmm. Open the. I can imagine that your fridge mm-hmm. is very tidy. It's very organized. Yeah. Very organized. All the labels face the front. Okay. It's like an MTV Cribs fridge. Absolutely. But. <laughs> never heard that description but i know exactly what you mean all the evians face forward and straight rows oh my gosh do you eat food that is past its expiration date if it still smells and looks okay or do you immediately throw it out okay so here's the thing i don't usually pay attention to that stuff Mm -hmm. my daughter does Mm. she like she has taught me she'll be like um this yogurt is like four days old and i do throw it away like now. I, I, Once it's brought to your attention. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now I'm starting to look a little bit more. I think that because, you know, my kids are with me week on, week off. Mm-hmm. So I think she attends to it because she's like, pretty sure you bought this last time I was here and it's not something that you eat. Do you know what so I mean? It's so been, it's been so she'll know that it's been in there. And I, I don't, I don't, it's, it's usually not stuff that I eat. Right. Like she gets all these different yogurts and all this different stuff that, that I just don't eat. Right. And I don't look. It's just in the fridge, and I assume that, you know, 
they come and go, but sometimes I guess they just stay and I don't notice, you know, so I'm, I'm learning to look. There are not a lot of things that stay in my refrigerator long enough to go bad because I have ravenous boys mm-hmm. um, who go through all of the snacks, but um, I don't know. I mean, I kind of feel like I'll smell it first. Yeah. I'll smell it first, but, but when in doubt, throw it out. If it gives me any reason to to be suspicious in any way, I ditch it. So, good to know. Good to know. All right, I'm, cur- I'm curious to know, if you were given $5 million to create a small museum of your choosing, what would be in your museum? Ooh. What would you display? What would be in my museum? Oh, I don't know. I want to pick something like really meaningful and really like good for the world, but I also want to pick just something really silly and quirky <laughs> and weird. Oh, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. I I want some time to think on this. That could be um that could be like a homework question for yes. for friends. Let mm-hmm. us let us know um what your museum would be. I love to go to obscure museums like in New Orleans in the French Quarter. There is, I don't know if it's still there, but there used to be a museum of pharmacy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like it. old, mm-hmm. I, I love old pill bottles yeah, and that's cool stuff and like stuff that. like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know what my museum would be either, but I kind of feel like. I would like it, it to be, be like historic. weird and novel and kitschy, I think. Yeah. I think it wouldn't like, like maybe. So something that I really like. <laughs> I like teeny tiny objects. Oh my gosh, I was like just little, about to say because miniatures. you were saying the boxes and stuff, and so I was like, yeah, like maybe teeny tiny stuff. A museum of miniatures. Let's open a museum of miniatures together. There is a museum of miniatures in Chicago. Really? I'm pretty sure, or maybe it was just an exhibit at another museum. But my cousins teeny are also like, big me? miniature fans. Big yeah. miniature fans. Ah. <laughs> and and I know that they have been to a miniature museum. Not a miniature museum, a museum of miniatures. <laughs> you would have to go through like a small door. Like it'd be like a tiny little door to get in and you duck down low to get inside. Oh, it'd be amazing. That's what I would do. That would be a lot of fun. I, I would not be able to resist the temptation to act like a giant the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> right. There we go. All right. Last question. All right. The finale. This is the finale. This is it. This is. <laughs> As a kid, mm-hmm. we all think about something that we think is going to be awesome when we're adults. Mm-hmm. And then we become adults and we realize it's not as awesome as we thought it was. What is that for you? What did you think was going to be so cool when you were an adult that is not as cool as you thought it would be? Well, I mean, like, just very broadly, I thought, you know, when you're an adult, you can just do whatever you want. You can eat whatever you want you can go wherever you want you can make your own schedule you can do all the things and to some extent you can but there's life is still rule governed as an adult I guess I failed to realize that I assumed that when I grew up I could do whatever I wanted which I kind of do yeah (laughs) mine is pretty much the same like I remember I growing up there was a family next door that had a son who was like 24 Mm -hmm. and I thought like he must know everything right mm-hmm. and now <laughs> just living on the on the edge of a dream right when you're 24 yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and i thought you know oh i'll be able to drive wherever i want to go and i can you know do whatever yeah, i want to driving do. like i certainly thought driving was going to be amazing and i don't care for driving. really overrated yeah 
<laughs> Very overrated. <laughs> yeah, same. I I mean, I guess technically I can do whatever I want, but um, not the way that I thought I was going to be able to. <laughs> right. <laughs> yay. Well, this was a fun segment. I'm yes. going to include this from time to time because like I'm it. always curious to know. And I'm curious to know from our listeners, um, what are your answers to some of these questions? Chime in and let us know. And, um, you know, we are... Pick um, one of them for um, the Brian show because I didn't write anything down for number nine because this is, this is show number nine. Okay. So, yeah. Well, then I will choose one. I'll choose one to ask Brian. And um, until next time. Bye. Don't forget to tell them where to find us. Yeah. Tell us what you learned. We're on all the things. For those of you looking to increase your dosage, connect with Chrissy and Heather on Facebook and Instagram and tell us how you do life. Visit ChrissyandHeather.com. That's with a C-H-R-Y-S-S-Y. Like, share, and subscribe. And tell everyone you know. Until next time.